This is a Good Time Charlie production. Auditioning it for for an opener. Uh, we're we're back. Gonna, we're gonna catch phrases like that bell. <laughs> yeah, like, ding. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> Cheers. Okay, back to the drawing board. Back for episode two of Crimpetissier presents the Big Brunch. Um, your hostess with the leastest right now. <laughs> Nick Jew joined as always by my homies from the land. It, 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 it's me. It's T. What's good? And hello, I'm Tatum um, 216. I had to remember which Tatum I was. <laughs> Are there more than one Tatum to be? You swing You swing one way, it becomes problematic. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, uh, Tatum from The Simpsons? I'm old enough to remember Animal Thug. Oh, <laughs> after Animal Thug Tatum, yeah, because Ryan thought uh, me just saying Tatum sounded like a, a young uh, a lady of some sort, but that's fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, we have episode two entitled "The Day After Brunch." Um, so I'm gonna follow the edit of the show this week. I think they a little bit got more into a rhythm, but there were still some like oddly placed introduction packages like this one the episode pretty much kicks off with jay from Asheville, north carolina proud queer asian woman she wants people to love her people like they love their food she's got a restaurant called jay chong eats which is western cantonese food and that was the opening the cold open basically of the show and and what i wrote down is i am unsure if i appreciate their editing style yet yeah, but but yeah. but but, so, but Sola looked damn fine. So yeah, that, that's what the opening meant to me. <laughs> we just love us and Sola. Uh, so the 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 everybody walks into the kitchen. Dan walks in with drinks and says it is a sign of things to come. Um, the other hosts are there too. Reminds the group that Jay was best in brunch last week, and so she'll get to present her dishes first this week theme of this week is the hangover brunch the starter is going to be the cure or the hair of the dog do y'all call, are y'all familiar with that hair of the dog i am yes. that turn of phrase yep there's actually a restaurant i don't know if it's still there in norfolk virginia called hair of the dog and they specialize in these sort of like hangover breakfasts. quite delicious if you if, if you find yourself in norfolk virginia look for the handsome biscuit banger also a banger and yeah. there, was a cheese, there was also a grilled cheese restaurant. I don't know. It's still there. Uh, so the starter is has to be either a cocktail, mocktail, or juice to pair with an appetizer. But the appetizer must also be either in or on the drink. And they've got one hour to prepare. We go to the little judge's chat and we'll really wants them to go for it. And then Sola gives us a quick history of tapas, which I did not know the origin was because they needed like plates to cover the wine glasses because of flies. And that is how tapas were born, small plates to cover up their wine glasses. Which made me chuckle because I'm like, I guess you got these small plates out here. Your wine will be free of flies, but is your food going to be free of flies? Right. That's the problem. But I guess the concept is you eat it real quick and then put it on. I don't know. Yep. Because I feel plates, like I wouldn't. I, I guess I would mind a fly in my wine because they would drown. Whereas on the food, you could chew it. <laughs> I don't know. It all felt real gross when I thought about it too much. I like to learn that though. That was I'm all yeah. I'm down for always getting some some wisdom, and she put me on some game. I was like, oh, they always like word. So was I. Right. So I. I felt good about that. Like, remember when like 
Bake Off used to do a little historical segment. Bruh. Oh my god. Oh, you know what? Let me. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. Let me. Let me. Um. Hit you with a little bakers make the world go round. Is we, oh. if we're talking Bake Off, <laughs> which I forgot Let's to mention go. in the pre-show. Oh my god. Bakers make the world go I want y'all to know that this song plays fine as we listen to it right now. But in the edit, no matter what I do, that part slows down. And I can't so fix it. Funny. Don't know what I do with it. Answer me this one. The Great British Baking Show is better off without Matt Lucas. <gasps> I know. This is from Brianna these Welling. Are my, these are my pearls. <laughs> this is by Briella Welling over at uh, The Takeout, which appears to be a Yahoo vertical. Uh, people are passionate about The Great British Baking Show. Yes. Again, if you say that, you know they ain't down, okay? Mm. The show's genial and calming nature provides a great comfort to those who watch religiously, and both the contestants and the creators, excuse me, creations, are hard not to love. Soggy bottoms and all. So when something with that reliable structure changes... Fans of the show get very defensive. When Judge Mary Berry and host Sue Perkins and Mel, whatever Mel's last name is, left GBO back in 2016, for example, fans declared the show dead. The season, the inter- this season, the internet was ablaze during the corny, cringy catastrophe that was Mexican Week. <laughs> but nothing seems to have incited fans of the show more than the presence of host Matt Lucas. And GBBO heads are rejoicing this week with the news that he won't be returning. Reactions to Matt Lucas's departure. Lucas's announced Lucas announced his departure from the show earlier this week via Instagram, writing that he has too many projects to maintain his Bake Off duties. Or there were plenty of love where there was plenty of love shown to the comedian, and and in the comments of his announcement, including from fellow hosts Noel Fielding and Paul and Judge Paul Hollywood. Elsewhere on social media, the sentiments were a bit different. And they have, you know, a number of tweets here. One says, you have to give it to Matt Lucas. The man joined the UK most beloved show and made it unwatchable before the first ad break with him as host. Never seen a new casting stink the place out so fast. Uh, Let's see. This person says Matt Lucas leaving GBBO is bigger for us as a nation than winning any football tournament could ever be. Wow. And this person says, seeing the genuine joy about the Matt Lucas leaving Bake Off everywhere I look, we really are a community. What exactly was it about Matt Lucas that rubbed us all uh, unanimously the wrong way? I want you to know right here and now, it did not ever rub me the wrong way. Thank you. It is not. It is not us. It is they. We unanimous. (laughs) Where do I even begin? He began. He's been called cringy, irritating, salty obnoxious, not empathetic, and just overall annoying. I can take you back right now to last year when he shook Jurgen's hand and he said, it doesn't mean anything. And Jurgen said, it meant the world to me. And I almost cried. Okay. To tell me that Matt Lucas was anything but empathetic, you are lying. And now I'm mad about this article. (laughs) Uh, No one knew how to feel about Noel when he first started Bake Off. Similar to Lucas, his comedic background was one that tracked a bit more bizarre and erratic. But over time, he was able to meet the show where it was, making genuine connections with each contestant while maintaining his unique personality via his signature outlandish sweaters. Mm. We call them jumpers on that side of the pond, you weirdo. What Lucas seemed to forget is in his ho- in his host news what the show was never about him. The show wasn't even about the beloved Mary Berry, really. It was always always ha- it has always been about letting the amateur bakers shine like stars and star bakers. They are. The best moments in the series are never the pre-planned quips, but the genuine reactions and moments of connection between the very real people on the show, one who exhibits kindness and patience above all else in an attempt to garner attention. Lucas became the antithesis of those virtues. I'll leave you the rest of this. They go on about how much they miss Mel and Sue and Nick talking about how they used to do historical bits when it was on the BBC because Mel and or Sue would go to to, to, to be a part of those uh, historical uh, joints and that is what brought back to my mind that I had this article we needed to do. But um, I, I am, I'm, I am very much going to miss Matt. I like what Matt bring, has brought to the this, this, to the show these last few seasons, 
it is uh, strange to me that anyone else, I mean, it's not strange to me, it is the world, people are going to disagree, but it's like, I'm like, nothing nothing there saying to me in this article rings at all true. Matt was very nice, always show love, never tried to make it about himself, always just kind of crack wise with the contestants, and everybody seemed to be like, yeah, thanks for that, man. So Whereas they would get super annoyed with Noel, still to this day, and don't like Noel. They get annoyed with Noel and be like, yo, bro, you got to get the fuck out of the way from me, man. I'm trying to focus. Whereas whereas they kind of always wanted Matt around. They kind of, they, people would try to feed Matt and so forth. Yeah, I, Matt, Matt was definitely the down-to-earth person. Noel just seemed, and this is just my opinion, no, almost seemed like he was flirty with everybody, and Matt just seemed like he was just talking to people. Correct. So everything about this article and those tweets, nah, bruh. <laughs> I didn't really go up for Sue and what's her name, to be honest. Like, Matt and Sue were fine because that's what we 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 know it because yeah. we started with it. That's yeah. all it was. We didn't know it could be better. <laughs> the, next, the next lady who came in, I kind of liked her. She helps... Uh, she hosts a history chat show on BBC now. It's pretty good. Every now and again, you'll you'll come across a clip of it on a on a TikTok or some such. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But there you so, go, people. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a nice surprise. I was not expecting another uh, Bake Off. Sorry. No, <laughs> I, I, I miss Bake Off so much. <laughs> um. So, walk arounds. Dan's on walkarounds uh, this turnaround. Uh, Sola and Will having a little chat. Sola is worried about Roman and Nadej going into these, just based off of last week, because Roman was in the bottom. Yeah. And the other person who was in the bottom went home. All right. Mason, they were talking about being drunk. And this man admitted on television that he had woken up in the bushes with a box of pizza. I don't know my, that I would have told that to anybody. My, at my, my big ch- age. My child was was sitting next to me when they and when, when they said that, and he was like, "I don't think anything about drinking seems uh, fun." I go, <laughs> "You are a thousand percent correct. That shit seems wild whack to me, and of." Uh, Dangerous. No, if I maybe, tell maybe, America. maybe tell another story about a, uh, an experience with a drink. Oh, you know, I, I I woke up real late one day or something. I don't know. Don't be like I was caught out in the stroll. <laughs> right. Like I I remember one time I had to like prostitute for money. Like, why are you telling people this? Oh, wow. <laughs> please, Mason. Please, <laughs> it's kids. No, there's cussing on here, so I don't yeah, think yeah. it's kid rated. Yeah, it's, um. It's, it's oh, definitely like a, a drink-driven show. Like, yeah, it's, it's brunch. Um, yeah, that was that was weird to tell. But I mean, <laughs> do do it was it was definitely a, a uh, this is an adult-oriented show, but it's not a dude mm-hmm. show, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, so then we get a little profile on Daniel from Richmond, Virginia. He his cooking allows him to explore his identity and mixes two cultures together, and then. We got this point of the episode where I was going to call the police, the FBI, Homeland Security, for the way he was saying pot liquor. Oh. Pot liquor. Pot liquor. Pot liquor. I was like, oh, no. Jail. Immediately. Jail. Arrest him. Arrest him. Why was he saying that like that? Pot liquor. No. Do not collect $200. So I went went to go just to double check. I'm like, is it spelled a different way? No. Indeed. And indeed, there are multiple spellings of that word. Okay. And a couple of them are K-K-E-R and so forth and so on. And K-K-A, I think, A-H is what I saw one of them. Like, but he was trying to countrify it in a way that I'm just like, boy, you ain't that country. You ain't that kind of country. Yeah. He, so. you know, ugh, Kit, bless his heart. Anywho. Yeah. Um, so Dan, <laughs> talking to Roman, and he just gave him a reminder of Sola's notes about seasoning um, and Dan comes back from his walk around and he tells everyone that he's most excited about Mason's offering maybe because Mason just told him he was drunk and they bonded I don't know they mm. sound like two two of the same kind of drunk I love it for them Mason from Bozeman Montana and I definitely made a note to myself Montana question mark MT oh, <laughs> white, su- no, white supremacists 
<laughs> you know I'm a coastal elite. I don't recognize this abbreviation of one of these states I've never heard of before. Is that a real place? Do people live there? I don't know. He grew up on a self-sustainable farm, a.k.a. raised by hippies. His father had recently suddenly passed away, and he wants to open a small breakfast venue. I really got a little affinity for Mason after hearing his little package. He seems like a cool dude. Whereas I was like, why do they keep trying to play with my emotions, Smokey? They I don't think you need to, to do that for a, for 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 a cookery show. It's like stop that. And they was about to make me cry. And I was like, That's don't 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 touch that part of my soul right here right now. I'm trying to watch y'all cook because, and you over here. But I think the show specifically is about these chefs who are trying to do something dope in their community. So it does have to be focused on who they are because that's why they were picked. They aren't necessarily like the James Beard Award winner, whatever. These are people who are on the edge of a break. Uh, On this show, like not to keep on bringing up Chopped, but the contrast is like Chopped, you get one shot in one episode. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I often think you telling me that um, you had stage four cancer and you survived it isn't necessarily necessary in this 30 minute show. Right. This show, like when um, I very well might see you seven more times, it's nice to be like, oh, yeah, he's doing this particular dish because he's from this part of the country and you and you don't have to explain it twice. You've been taught a new shorthand. Yeah. yeah. So, I hear you. That's what's up. And then we get our a, a quick package. Uh, Danielle from Garden City, New York. She is not feeling confident today because she is, again, the only baker in the kitchen. Dan, we ha- keep learning all these wonderful surprises about Dan. Apparently, he used to ha- drink uh, hella hypnotic. Oh. So, <laughs> one... One, uh, let, let us make a correction from last week. Levy, when looked it up. Oh, okay. Levy. Levy. So, so okay. we got we got well, we want to make sure we give my man whatever. But he telling that story, and I'm sitting here like, was that Levy drinking Incredible Hulk back in the day? Because it sounds like that's basically what he was trying to right. tell us. Right. He was drinking Hulk. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong. He's probably about my age. So correct. Yes, he was. So drinking he was certainly drinking Hulk. Incredible Hulk. If you don't know. <laughs> Incredible Hulk, a mixture of a uh, passion fruit liqueur, hypnotic, and uh, Hennessy. And the hypnotic is like an aqua, like UNC blue, and mixed with the Hennessy, (laughs) it turns green. But also, you turn into a fucking homicidal maniac off of that shit, which is why they call it the Incredible Hulk. Or Uh, just a real uh, hoe like Dan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We also learned that his go-to booty call text because uh, he said something about you up and Solo was like oh was that your move and he was like no it was a question mark the question mark is genius friends because like he said you have plausible deniability <laughs> if it doesn't go your way <laughs> like what was this question mark oh butt dial my bad may I never have to date again in my whole life <laughs> oh it's tricky technology I used oh, what, to what was the move at I not even a question mark. I used to just move one space. Oh, like, it's just it's just a blank. Te- it's a blank it's text. It's a blank text. So there's the even more deniability. Like right, I, I didn't I didn't text you. If they on some if they on some nonsense. Right, like it wasn't me. So I don't I don't text for booty because I'm a Christian lady. Um, but if I am trying to get someone's attention without stating my intentions, I'm good for the eyeball emojis. Or the Kim Kardashian leaning out the bushes me. That's my go-to. That usually has a hundred percent rate of return. Especially if it's been a while since we last connected. It's just like, hey. Yeah, because, yeah, because yeah, I, um, when I was still texting, there was no memes or nothing. Right. <laughs> my, right. My the, uh, right. <laughs> All right. So we've got the starter, Jay, who is best in brunch, is up first with the Bloody Devil, which is mm. a uh, Bloody Mary with gin, which is the way I prefer my Marys. I prefer to gin Marys, um, with chicken shazu, bacon twists, spicy cucumbers. 
Will said the presentation is amazing. Sola said it was there was good charring, but could use a little more savory notes. Will said it was under seasoned, and then Dan was like, "No, you got to put the straw all the way to all the, the way bottom." To the bottom. He found the gold at the bottom. I like that he did that. I I, mm-hmm. I, I know that seems whatever, but I like. I like that he immediately came in like, hey, what the fuck are you talking about, my guy? Put the, put get that straw in there. Because Sola hadn't used the straw at all, so she had utterly all. missed it. Yeah. And, and like I said, my man only, I don't know what he did. What he just like halfway dropped the straw in? What, he, like, what could he have done? Anyone who's ever hot a Bloody Mary knows you got to stir that shit up when they bring it to you and get a good sip from the bottom. That's where all the, the seasonings are at the back. Mm. All right. Up next, we have Mason. He made hot cider bourbon donut holes candy bacon uh oh, sorry hot cider bourbon and then donut holes with candy bacon sola said your balls are big we all had a good chuckle <laughs> sure did donuts <laughs> are, are too big and dense dan loves a huge portion but it's heavy <laughs> i bet it is will the drink is delicious great presentation so they're like so so on the end i guess I feel like Will don't know what he want to be yet. Right. He's trying to be the nice guy, and he also wants to be the technical guy, but Sola's the technical guy, so he kind of has to be the nice guy. But Dan is the nice guy, so he don't know what to do. If I was Will, I would just throw my credentials on the table every time. I'm like, the number one restaurant in the whole world. Me and my partner was talking about this show. So we watched the first episode together, and she has since... Leapfrogged over me and has watched the whole season. It's it's a great show. It's a good binge. I, I asked her if she wanted to be on. She says she, she doesn't want to do any public speaking. <laughs> it's not public speaking. It's but, not public speaking. Um, so I'd love to we have her. I, I, I should have just called her downstairs. But uh, she she said that she feels like Sola's a little mean on the show. I agree. And um, I was like, well, Dan's a, Dan's a comedian. Just right off the bat, he's he's the he's the comic relief. The other dude is like the award-winning like uh, restauranteur. So she is put in a like a a position where she has to tell her how it is. Yeah. But you, does she? Ha- but does she have to? And is it always how it is? I feel like she's the person. <laughs> she is the personification of when somebody feels like they have to give you some feedback for improvement when you have a review yeah. like they can't just say you're very good at your job they have to find something negative quote unquote to say mm-hmm. uh i it and it makes her slightly unlikable but because she says it in a nice way she's getting by on not being like the fucking yeah. what's his name from american idol yeah the simon cow the that, simon that, cow you said exactly what i said last night um like it's it's kind of I'm not going to say it's unfair but it's just kind of to the point where it's like it hurts me that she's in that position and I don't know if it's something she has to do or no she put herself in that position okay no, either way I'm very hurt. much her her expertise and trying to be forefront on that I think I don't think she's I don't think she's unnecessarily mean I just think she the other two will be like, it's great. And she will be like, I think it could have used a little bit more charring. There's, she, she splits the hairs. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Uh, Daniel made a green juice cocktail with aquavit and sake. Aquavit, we discovered, is distilled from potatoes, with herbs. And then a smoked salmon bagel, which was his sushi-inspired because he's a bar manager. He's he's all about the drink. So they all really liked the drink. Sola, drink is very, very good. Fantastic. Can sell this anywhere. Dan, in California, if people can have drink, green juice and alcohol, you're a billionaire. 100%. 100%. 100%. Sola said it's a little bit like what Kelly went home for. So um, I, I guess what I've been wondering, even since ever since hearing that, that remark, and just kind of, and even earlier in the episode is, if you don't want them using this shit, don't bring it into the damn situation. If you don't want right. them using the store bought stuff, don't don't make it an option. Right, and I think but, later on, Sola even says like, "Should we take the smoke the smoke salmon, salmon. away?" Yeah. 
because yeah. it does seem a little unfair in a cooking competition to have like the main element of a dish be a bagel and smoked salmon. But the, the, the challenge was the drink and yeah. the appetizer. So Will said that he, you can tell he understands flavor, but he wants him to just bring it. So I think if it was a situation like Kelly, where the main element was the store-bought stuff, but everything else was trash, it would have been a problem. But because they all really loved his drink, I think he got a little pass on that. <laughs> Nadej made cremes and banana beignets. Cremes is coconut rum cream. Sola said, normally I don't like this kind of drink, but I really like it. And Will said that there was not a lot of flavor when you bought in bought, bit into the beignet. Yeah. Which is sad. So the cause it's just dough. <laughs> Bland dough. Katie made blackberry a blackberry shrub. I don't know what a shrub is. Uh buttermilk biscuit with house made ricotta, tasso, ham, <clears throat> honey, and urta urfa chili. Uh, Sola said she needed more acidity in the drink, more salt in the ricotta, and to take it up a notch, Roman, oh, sorry, fact. Okay, did we find out what a shrub was? I know it's it, a cocktail. Go ahead. I don't see, I don't, yeah, I'm about to say, you find a cocktail version of it? Because the one I found, it does not have uh, any alcohol in it. Okay, um. Oh, maybe hers wasn't alcohol? She just said a shrub. I don't know that she mentioned any alcohol. And they said it could be a mocktail Here. or a juice. We'll, we'll throw the word cocktail on the back end of this statement <laughs> <clears throat> and see if that uh, does anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's same, same ingredients except with the addition of gin. So it is uh, apparently blackberries, some vinegar, yeah. blackberries, yes. sugar, white wine vinegar, club soda, and optional spirit of your choice, gin or vodka. Oh, that's why I, I was busy. I ain't trying to sip on no vinegar. Well, I drink vinegar. Uh, <laughs> that don't mean I got to. <laughs> well, right. No, um, I'm just saying people drink it. I know I'm fucking with you. <laughs> so, with, with this kind of crowd, the where are those kind of hats and pants? You know, um, kombucha is a is a thing. Yeah, true. So, indeed. Um, that's basically yeah. Yeah, I, I've yeah. I've had like four kombuchas in my life, and I think two of them were good. Kombucha, kombucha. I think uh, it smells like come, feet. So they could come never, come get that shit up out of here. Yeah, it's like <laughs> feet to me, so I never drink it. Uh, Roman made black. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You hold on. got a shrub? No, 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 no. So uh, old girl said, of course, her ricotta need more salt, and her response to that is heard. She says it 176 times in this episode. Going forward, this is how I'm going to respond to criticism. Yeah. Heard. <laughs> my, my partner says, my partner says it's something like his statement is word and mine word. is bet. Same thing. Bet. Word. Heard. Heard. <laughs> but, uh, uh, heard is the, uh, the, the, I guess the work friendly version of that. I, I hear heard. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. I'm saying heard. doing that. That's, that's my shit. We're going forward. Uh, or as they would say in DC, stamp. But that doesn't actually mean like heard. It just is like affirm, stamp, stamp. Um, okay, Roman made blackberry mint ginger beer, a, mm. a rainbow spring roll with sweet Thai chili peanut sauce. Sola, it's seasoned. Shade, shade, oh, yeah. shade, shade. Do you? Is that really shade or is that like surprise oh. where, where everybody else is like, this the way shit is bland. You said it, it. That shit was shady as fuck. They on episode two, not six. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't like the way his shit look, right? It's just this. a spring roll on top of a jar. Right. <laughs> and I feel like, I, I, I feel like, I feel like maybe a different vessel would have made this work better. And I don't know what vessel. I cannot tell you which one I think I used. Maybe one of those, those martini glasses with the, you know, the tr- kind of triangle vibe. Yeah. Maybe one of those. But no I, I, I don't know. It was just 
No, no matter what, it would just be a fucking spring roll laid on top. Sitting of on top glass. of a glass, yeah. <laughs> but in this one, it's just a spring roll sitting on top of a jar, it, it, and it's like, <laughs> and it was like a clear rice paper kind of vibe. So it, it, it looked like a sex toy sitting on top of a jar, y'all. I just want y'all to know. <laughs> like, a and I was like, meat. like, sir, put that away. Again, I get on the drink. Um. Dan said it's so delicious. Will said mm. his fell apart, unfortunately. Which, mm. which to me was some bullshit because they show yeah. his plate right, and you can see how like this didn't fall apart. You took that shit apart, right? You bit it or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's a spring roll. That's what they do when you bite into it, friends. Like trash. <laughs> Danielle made the Yoda drink. She comes up to them with her insecurity in the forefront and said she's Jesus. a little insecure today, like. Before they even start to discuss her, I'm feeling insecure today. Uh, but she said, I hope this is enough, baby. Woo, I, you got to sell that shit. I would have put that shit up there like, hey, I got a fucking rosemary bourbon spritz and pear wontons with some fried truffle oil. It's just <sighs> so I know I, lost her I, feeling. I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was about to say, I know it probably come off as a... Uh... Not racist, but racial. And in my opinion, oh, bird, she just made some cannoli. Oh, because she was so yeah. close to having cannoli right there. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I feel like she just could have walked the other few feet and got it there. You got it. Well, I don't think Italian is a race, so I think you're. I don't. I, I just never want to. I don't want to disappoint nobody. So. I, feel you. I don't. I'm not that careful when it comes to white people, but that is my oh. <laughs> cross to bear, not yours. Um, Sola said she lost the feeling. Will said that this was not her at her ceiling, which oh. she knew. Kit made pot liquor. <laughs> Truly, I want y'all to listen. Y'all gotta go either. You know what? If I can, I was, I'm simply gonna just edit that into the show because you must hear it. Yeah, to awful. understand it. I'm really having fun with this. So I'm going to be doing a fresh smoked Bloody Mary, but with pot liquor. So pot liquor is cooked down collard greens. Uh, the collards, it's going to go on my skewer. So a big, fun, southern bite. How bad it is. With the and, rap uh, hands. Talk about being <laughs> Rachel. With the rap hands, friend. <laughs> the rap hands, my nigga. Pot liquor, Bloody Mary. And fried collard greens with black garlic and bacon. There's no alcohol in this Bloody Mary. So it's basically gazpacho, which is he would have been mm. better off <laughs> trying to do. But he got congealed fat on the straw. Yeah. And Kip yeah. said it was very southern. Every person that I am related to on earth is from Bayou, Louisiana. I have never been served anything with congealed fat on purpose. And you never would be. Congealed <laughs> fat. <laughs> because that is a lie. <laughs> yeah. Sola said it was unappealing. The Murray uh, uh, and that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Dan said he thought it was horseradish. Either way, that shit looked nasty as hell. Like, nobody even commented on the taste of what he put in front of them because there was congealed fat on the straw. Like, buddy, nobody wants iced pot liquor. <laughs> no. It's served hot. No. When, if, when, when served, if served, it's served hot. Right. In a bowl, <laughs> not in your drink. Antoine made an Aloha Mary with wasabi, sriracha, lime juice, and ginger with blackened ahi tuna and avocado mousse. Will thought Everything it was really well balanced. Go ahead. It sounded so good. <laughs> I was good. like, I was like, all that looked like yes. Yeah, I would have, I would have smashed. Uh, Will said it was really well balanced. Uh, oh, have we discussed Antoine is bay of the show for me? I feel like it goes. Uh, no, we 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 discussed his uh, level of handsomeness last week, and you was like, I don't know, he kind of handsome. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> we go together now. I see oh, it. Nice. The light switch came on. That's, that's he talked. He talked. When he was talking, I was like, Yeah, you was definitely in Hawaii for a stretch. I can tell by that tone. You have a very uh, Hawaiian kind of a uh, kind of voice. 
That's somebody who stayed there for. He might have been military or something. I don't know, but he was definitely oh, yeah. there. <laughs> and he didn't get a I lot of camera time to... last week. Yeah. I was hoping to get the uh, the Knicks uh, where your grandmother stayed, where your mama stayed. Uh, where your grandma <laughs> stayed. <laughs> Fuck who you know. Where are you from, my nigga? Um, uh, Will said it was very well balanced. Dan said it was a beautiful example of doing something simple, but very close to perfect. Sola likes the celery. There was celery gate. If you like the celery so much, why did you eat it? Will didn't under, why didn't you eat it? Will didn't understand why there was celery in it. He felt like if you're gonna do a Hawaiian play on a Bloody Mary, don't need no celery. They don't have celery in Hawaii. I don't understand the critique, Will. Yeah. She said the tuna was rich and spicy and she wants to get drunk and have a hangover and then eat off and hang out with this night, she said. All she's right. so is she nice? She's so very nice. Yeah, she's got really good descriptions. Yeah. Um, so it's, inter- so the, it's interesting when she get me. It's just like, what is she doing? But she's not really <laughs> mean. I think she just always has to have something kind of constructive to say. Hmm. But it feels unnecessary most. And we'll just be over there like, I'm just really happy to be here. <laughs> Like, he don't have credentials. Okay, the mains. <laughs> Comfort, brunch, or diner food with their spin or, or upgrade. So they've got an hour and 15 minutes to make elevated diner food or comfort food. Sola would like at least one burger. Will is hoping for chicken and waffles. The bartendress <laughs> comes on over. And Sola orders a boozy egg cream, and I wanted to throw up when we talked about what an egg cream was, because there's no egg or cream. Have you, have you never had an egg cream? I don't drink milk. Oh, it, it, it yeah, I guess I do got milk in it, but you, you can make it, I can make that with any other milk, probably. Because it's just soda water, chocolate syrup, and the milk to kind of top it off. It's, it's very like nice. The water and the milk that my stum- my stomach bubbling, like homeboy says on TikTok. <laughs> my stomach bubbling. <laughs> you could pretty much just make a uh, oh. yoo um egg cream. Oh. I mean, but that's got yoo-hoo. Oh yeah. Yoo-hoo's just water and chocolate. It's got whey in it. That's what makes it creamy. It's got oh. the like, yeah, yeah. Okay, what's the Singapore sling? Oh yeah, your boy, your boy, uh, Will thought he was getting fancy. I, you know what I don't have? A Singapore sling. And I was like, what the fuck is in a Singapore sling? When I read this to you, when I read this to you, you're going to be like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Leave that bartender alone. (laughs) (laughs) This is some shit you don't order when you go to a bar. Singapore sling. Three quarter ounces of gin. Quarter ounce Grand Marnier. Quarter ounce hearing cherry liqueur. One ounce pineapple juice. Half an ounce lime juice. A dash of bitters topped with chilled club soda. Oh, just trying to test her, man. I'm, I've like, smashed. Oh yeah, sounds delicious. Yeah, but also, yeah, you know, in a in a bar situation, I guess if you are in a restaurant kicking it at I, I you know a, a like three a, Michelin star joint like he like he was running, yeah. or a cocktail bar, and like you know, again in in DC, brunch is a very thing, and a lot of these places are famous for their drinks as well as the food. So I get why he would wear something like that. I it's Fair like the whole fucking um. You know, uh, Negroni Spagliato trend that the people started <laughs> on TikTok. I would never go to fucking a dive bar and be like, Negroni Spagliato, Prosecco in it. But I would go to like a cocktail bar and work except for I hate Aperol. All right. So, Sola, uh, we're talking about who's at risk. Sola says Kip, but Will stood up for his boy. Um, don't think I did, I did not understand I or like, bro, what is that? Why are you riding for the fucking congealed fat on the straw? <laughs> I don't get it. And then they were talking about the bagel and the store-bought items, which, you know, it, like you said, T, either take it or, or don't complain about it. Because if it's in there for them to use... If they use it poorly, then that's they ass. But like yeah. the complaints about them using it, I don't know what to what to do with that, you know? Um, so Danielle was frazzled. She kinda <laughs> just needs to get out of her own head. I can see though 
why she's intimidated being in that room with all those chefs. Um, but like, it's just that thing of like, remember why you're there and who you are. You're a baker. Bake. Bake. Yeah. yeah. Bake. Did I skip her? I feel like I skipped mm-hmm. her. No, I, don't, I just don't think we got to her yet. That was it from the starters. Hey, you got Daniel got, Osh. Yeah, okay. we got we got yeah, we got Based on the edit, we got a little bit. We got a little, little while to go though. What did she make for her starter? Oh, the Yoda drink. Okay, I was like, damn, yeah, it yeah. was so forgettable. I forgot about it. <laughs> um, that and she didn't really. They didn't really talk about her. She just put down the drink, basically. Um, and Sola said she didn't really taste the feeling. Okay, yeah, right. It was forgettable, is what it was. All right. Um. So Dan and Sola with our walk around. I think, and y'all, I would love to hear your opinion on this. I think them tasting the food is weird. Why? Because it's a, a competition based off of a final product. And if you get to taste the sauce or taste elements of the final product, and then you're giving little hints, like when she told Antoine that he needed to taste his sauce, had he not tasted that sauce, he would have fucked up his dish. And that would have been on him for fucking up his dish. I think it's weird that they're tasting the food. I, I, I put in my notes way back uh, further th- than this. It's like, why is you having to tell these people to season their damn food? Okay. All these people are, are pretty high-end uh, chefs or bakers or whatever. You sh- That's the part of the operation, season your fucking food. <laughs> and it's weird, that they, it's weird that they have to keep saying that, yeah. I mean, I guess it's episode two, so to say they keep having to say it. But I mean, saying it more than twice is kind of them having to keep saying it, you know? Aunt, how do you damn food, John? Maybe um, they were where they were working before. It was more of a, you know, the mass production of things, and it's like, well, I, I season it, but I don't heavily salt it. Uh, maybe that's what's going on with them because I do but feel like they feel about the, a lot. How do you feel about the judges tasting the food that they're ultimately going to be judging? I feel like um, maybe it's what um, they're trying to do to set them apart from other shows. Mm. Um, because, like, um, hmm, the only other show that I've seen, like, judges get up and taste food was, um, like, Beat Bobby Flay. Yeah. Um, other than that, it's just like, you're here, they're there. Maybe, um, like, on Orange Chef, they'll... Like they'll like oh when they'll bring a, a finished product to be nice and you know, but other than that, I, I don't think tasting food should be allowed at all. Yeah, it's just they take that shit up out of there. Um, so we have a little profile on Antoine from Charlottesville, Virginia, a mentor, coach, chef, and he helps people on their culinary journey. And these people are formerly incarcerated. This was the blackest explanation of some shit I have ever heard. He was like, I caught a case. Oh, nice. What does that mean, Antoine? <laughs> but then he beat the case. This is this is why we go together, because he was like, oh, I caught a case. I'm like, oh, yeah, I like him. He beat it, and then See, he caught a case. like, sir, what was this? Was this case stealing from a store or was this case assault do i need to be concerned about you you don't don't need to be concerned because he beat it were you arrested were you tried were you in the jail caught a case it being so specifically a thing to me but i don't know that the hbo audience at large understands what he means by caught a case they were like here is a picture of a jail here is him saying he has many things in common <laughs> with formerly incarcerated people but nobody is like he like i did a bid i spent some time in jail i was on trial like none of that he caught Take a case trial, he, was only, he was only a county for a few weeks but um <laughs> <laughs> which is Man, totally different than like federal prison or state prison or whatever <laughs> Just depend uh, on the county. Right. True. True facts. True <laughs> facts. Um still Daniel is not doing anything store bought this round. 
great. Mason <laughs> is doing a kind of eggs he's never done before. Friends, you don't go on the television show and try a new cooking technique for the first time in a cooking competition. What did we say? You don't be experimenting on Thanksgiving. Right? What is she doing? <laughs> don't put 12 eggs in a macaroni. He himself was like, I ain't never did this before. Well, guy, you don't know if that's good then. Like, what are you doing? You are... <laughs> Ugh. All right. Ugh. So we've got the judging. Jay, best in brunch, is up first. She's got nine plates total. Chicken fried in chickpea flour, fried rice, cream cheese and Chinese sausage fried wontons, Hong Kong style French toast topped with matcha matcha condensed milk. I would eat a grand total of none of that. Maybe the fried rice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. And the first question they... And Will was like, can you make the connection to diner food? Mm. Fair question. And she was like, yes, a diner in Chinatown. All right. Mm. So that way you cannot say anything back. Unfortunately, Jay committed the cardinal sin in cooking. She served a judge a raw piece of chicken, an undercooked piece of chicken. Um, Will said that she tried to do so much um and but it was awesome and it was so cold that so it was just like you know bummer about the chicken and will was like i'm fucking lying up <laughs> like mine was good as hell and they did offer her a piece and she was like that's kind of not the point like the, the piece on my plate is is red pink on the inside it, was, it looked real gross. Yeah, super gross. <laughs> super nasty. Uh, Daniel made sausage gravy and gnocchi home fries with an mm. angel biscuit, which my friend T's going to tell us what that is, with apple fresno jam and whipped butter. Oh, uh, an angel biscuit, as it turns out, is a biscuit with just an additional leavening agent. Biscuits normally have uh, baking powder and baking soda, and this one adds yeast. So it, it makes it much more bready, I would think, or bread-like, and uh, apparently makes for a more fluffy, uh, you know, type biscuit. Sola said, so. "Delicious, very, very good." Dan says, "Really proud of you, asshole." Lick number one. <laughs> uh, Danielle. Danielle made a fig and ricotta stuffed French toast parfait with homemade olive oil and pistachio granola. Uh, Sola said it was very diner, and she really liked the granola. Dan said the French cho- toast was wild, and Will said, I adore this. Mm. I'd, I'd ate you, everything, all of it. Uh, olive oil granola? You, you, you going up for some grassy-ass granola? I, I, yeah, hell yeah. Because I feel like what that all that means to me is that she sprinkled some olive oil on the shit before she toasted it in the <laughs> Yeah, so she did like a butter... A yeah. but, uh, instead of using butter, she used olive oil. Yeah. So it was kind of like maybe yeah. it matched with the other things and uh, like the earthiness um, level of it instead of like a, a creamy saltiness of it. Right. I think it was probably good. They liked it. Uh, Antoine made chicken and waffles with fried dough instead of waffle and a curry sweet potato crouton. Will loved the idea, but greasy, not crispy. Ooh. Gratin, not crouton. Gratin. Gratin. What the yeah. hell was I writing? Uh, Will, yeah, he was the only one who spoke on Antoine. Katie made corn carrot hash. Uh, Sola said it needed more aggressive color, and it was so close. Like she just needs to cook her carrots just a little bit longer. Hard. Hard. Kit. <laughs> made meatloaf and potatoes with peas. Dan said it was missing that robust flavor that meatloaf usually has. So, aka, it wasn't. Under season. <laughs> Yet again. Mason, he, every time I say his name on that, it's so cold in the deep. Mason, he was like a brother to me. <laughs> Mason made salmon beetroot, beetroot hash and a cloud egg. 
Will said, looks mm. delicious, but he's struggling with the texture. Sola hates the cloud mm. egg. It's an internet thing. He needed a classy, <laughs> crispy fried egg. And let me tell you, she blamed this on TikTok. I first discovered the wonder of the cloud egg like six years ago. So maybe TikTok has more recently made it super popular, but I definitely tried it. And it's a novel idea, but it doesn't do anything at all for the egg. It's like cute to put on your plate, but it's real like, it's kind of like meringue. Yeah. Which is exactly what you do not want an egg white to taste like a, a savory bland meringue. Yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, it's not awesome. Um, we have Nadej, who only has one plate because she got too vicious. And she made a jerk goat burger with kibbe, which is minced goat. Uh, and she told a wonderful story about assimilation that I wish more people could have an honest conversation about, how she really didn't lean into her Haitianness until college. And it's that thing that a lot of ethnic people go through where like you try very hard not to be the kid with the weird lunch at school. And then you go away from all that you know and that you're familiar with. Like I, the college that I went to, it was like 50 black people that I knew on campus and we all knew each other and kicked it hella tough. And it was not like <laughs> that thing where people were like, oh, they just found out they were black. I fully knew I was black. I come from a huge black ass family, but I had a very like multi-ethnic friend group. And in college for the first time, being black was so important because it was not that many of us. And that is when I really like became kind of militant and fringe and leaned into my culture. So I, I really thought, it was important for her to say that and how her food helped her reconnect to her Haitian identity, having to learn how to cook all her faves and things. Um, Sola said the story was interesting, but she wished there were three plates. <laughs> and Will called her Kibby a little dry. <laughs> Roman. Chicken, quote unquote, and waffle. Uh, today, Roman's 21st wedding anniversary, and he had his first kiss with his wife outside a Waffle House. So he cried. Um, he made seitan, <laughs> which is difficult to make. Sola said it's very good, good flavors. Like you did some research. I love, when, like you did research on me because she loves molasses. Dan uh, went in the polar opposite. He said it went in the polar opposite of your starter. And it was a beautiful book in which Roman said he intended that to be. Uh, and this is how we know that Sola is kind of the villain because she was like, they're all starting to grow on me. I hate it. <laughs> so what's, what's, what's dope about that or what, what's wild to me about that is this man in the same hour and 15 minutes made Satan from scratch. Yeah. And that woman couldn't get three plates on the table in the same, right. in the same time. Get the fuck right up out of here. <laughs> Remember, he also couldn't get three bowls of fucking soup on the table. He, at least he got us. He, he got it right this time. So yeah, <laughs> um, I made a little note to talk about the flat cola because right before they were about to taste the mains, Sola talked about how much she loves a flat cola because she couldn't finish it and she would just like have it for the week. And I think everybody made the assumption that she left it out for an entire week. And I sort of feel like mm -hmm. she put it back in the refrigerator. Um, my dad, may he rest in peace, was the most frugal person that ever lived on this earth. And so I too kind of have an affinity for things like flat soda and slightly stale cookies and chips because that motherfucker was so cheap. And he was just like, if the date, if the expiration date ain't been passed for some good months, we're eating this shit unless there's mold on it. And depending on what it was, we cutting this mold off and still eating the shit. So I, I had to, I had to go up for solar right there. Cause they were like, you know, this kind of, delegitimizes you as like a food critic if you say something like you like flat cola i'm like i love flat cola <laughs> i i really like flat um coca-cola and pepsi yeah it's just specifically it's just something about it yeah it tastes mm -hmm. like um it brings another flavor out of it like um flat pepsi has a very it's, like a lemon um taste to it that i like friend friend yes absolutely <laughs> absolutely um, so they have some deliberation drinks because why not? <laughs> At the top this week, we've got Daniel and Roman. 
Jay is not safe because of the raw chicken and Kip and Nadege on the bottom. Ultimately, Daniel is our winner and Nadege is taking her tail home. Disagree. I think Roman should have been the winner. Yeah. They, they went so up for his uh, his main that I'm just, and like I said, he made Satan from scratch, bruv. Yeah. That's amazing. And it, I know, and it tasted and looked and had the texture of a fucking chicken thigh. Yeah, in an hour and fifteen, that that shit is is a win for me. <laughs> yeah, that that was two weeks in a row that he made something that was like pretty amazing, and like people were impressed. But yet he doesn't get to shine for it because last yeah. week it was the uh, the ceviche, and this week it was the 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 home the made from scratch satan. Yeah, I thought I agree with you completely. I also feel like maybe uh, Kip should have took his asshole, but you know, Nadej only put out one plate. However, Roman only put out one bowl last week, and they let him stay. But he, she did put out one plate, and it was full of it was full of dry ass Kibby. Right. So, <laughs> so. But his but his bowl of soup was bland. However, because his ceviche was incredibly amazing that's why i get why yeah. he stayed but i do think kip congealed fat in a straw yeah you know that's what I almost of, as bad as raw chicken i think what i was re- really taken aback by was old girl saying yeah we drink this late eight years old in haiti i'm like mm. <laughs> yeah it sounds very catholic because she said they do it with their first communion and definitely at my first communion in catholic church at seven years old we were drinking wine so, it so I, I tell the story of my first communion at Big Bethel AME down in Atlanta when I went to Atlanta it was my first Sunday there and, it's, and, it's, and it was like first Sunday so of course you know in the African communion. Methodist Church communion Sunday and I go I go up there and I get my little what what has always been in the AME church everywhere, everywhere else around the work country grape juice yeah. And, I sh- and I shoot and I shoot my grape juice and my chest get on fire and I'm like what the fuck is this and my mom my mom who is who who uh, was a pastor at the time could saw me and was like uh, and, like we just had that like you know something wrong here right, right. And, she, and, so, and later and later she's like I think they use real wine I go you think yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh no in the Catholic Church it's a whole thing like you're fully having wine every Sunday and drinking after people. It's communal. It's gross. Oh, no. Yeah, and then for the first communion, it's a whole thing. You have to take a class, and then everybody wears white, and you have, like, a separate separate ceremony that's not, like, the regular church service where you take communion for the very first time because you can't officially can't take communion in the church before your first communion. I was raised Catholic. I didn't get to confirm. I just had a first communion, but I do, I'm no longer a practicing Catholic. So we can't be still communing, commune. I don't like really know what the, they're doing, but you know, you could, always COVID, ref- you? you could always refuse it too. Like the most important thing was that you took the the sacrament, so you yeah. could take the wafer and not the and not the wine because they wanted to like be respectful of people who were uh, recovery, recovery, yeah, sober. Mm. Um, but I wonder now what they what they are doing because that shit is nasty to me <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like right before i stopped going to church i remember they had it uh like pre-packaged almost yeah they do that in most non-catholic churches it's a little shot of juice with a little cracker on top and an individual serving at most uh denominations but catholics that wine in that cup and everybody drinking on it and I do mean everybody. <laughs> Pass that Manischewitz, baby. Manischewitz. <laughs> 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 well, that's it. Um, it was another great episode. Next week, we really get into the thing. Next week, it's a very fun episode, in my opinion. Uh, joined, all as always, by my homies from the not middle of the country, as we've decided. <laughs> I mean, look. You go look at Cleveland on the map, and you tell me where, where were you where were you closer to. It's Just want y'all east. to know that it's in the east. It's it's a very interesting city to call home. Uh, it's because it, it has all these very much eastern influences, and but then southern the rest east. the rest of this state. Not, it, it, 
let me tell you right now. It's you take Northeast Ohio away from the rest of that bullshit. Pretty great state. <laughs> but it do be some people from over that part that got that very uh, North Dakota sounding Midwestern thing happening. It, it was so. it was literally a post today. It's a it's a it's a, a, a Instagram uh, account called I'm from Cleveland, and they was talking about the Cleveland accent today, and I had to chuckle at it because it just has a certain ring to it, and you'll know it when you hear. You'd be like, oh yeah, okay. That's, that's what's going on in Cleveland. So I had to chuckle at that. Gabe is what I imagine everyone sounds like in Cleveland. It's Gabe. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, when you get here, you're going you gonna to trip. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. It probably yeah. won't be until spring, but I'm down. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Cheers didn't work for the intro. I... Uh, like I don't know. I'm ready for checks, please. For the out, I don't know, child. There it is. That's the one. Checks, please. Checks, please. Checks, is please. That shit. I've been Nick Jew. That's Aunt. That's T. We do but this. I know you have a. Hey, yo, give us yeah, a call. Two one six. Yeah. Two six four six three one one. You know what I'm saying? We, we want to hear what y'all talking about. What y'all think about this show? Or just bake off in general. Other things. You know what I'm saying? Just let us know what y'all trying to get down with, man. It's always in the show notes, but just in case y'all need to hear it. Two one six two six four six three one one. That's just the general uh, hot podcast hotline. Let it bling, and we'll talk or listen, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that's it. You've just been podcasted to. And- we know you left it. Peace. Liked it. Hey, what happened to you? You used to be beautiful.